What's up, guys? I'm your host, Jay, and welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. This show allows a safe space to vocalize my opinions and views on things that interest me and allow a safe space for people of different backgrounds and perspectives for myself and others to get to know them. Also, to discuss various topics that you may not be aware of. So this is season two, episode 14. And today we're going, I'm going to be um, highlighting black content creators. Uh, today's episode, there's, there is not so much a, um, a, a, a structure to this episode, guys. Um, I'm just going to be talking about black content creators when it deals with art, business, um, animation, uh, entertainment, things of in that, in that, uh, space. So, you know, it's really, really, and the reason why I want to highlight black content creators, because as, as myself, I am a black content creator. I create a podcast, which is this, the 91 Perspective Podcast. I created a YouTube channel for myself, which is my production company called the 91 Box. You can go to my Patreon and um, you can follow me there. Uh, also, my YouTube channel is called the 91 Box. That's actually my company, my my channel, where I have multiple shows on there where I talk about various different things when it comes to um, God, as far as the Christian faith, art and animation um even um, talking about black issues things of that nature so i'm a black content creator and i just want to talk about the black content creators that i like or you know people that you guys may not know of or you may have um heard of so actually the first person i want to talk about or uh I think, what is it their instagram no i'm not even gonna go into their instagram no actually okay okay Okay, K. Oh my God. I'm going to talk about the person and I'm going to tell you uh, his project and where you can find him. So, this guy, you guys may know of him. Um, he's a black content creator that goes by the name of Nicholas Draper Ive. And his last name is spelled D R A P E R hyphen I V E. Draper. Draper Ive. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But um, he actually has a website that you can, you guys can go to to check him out. It's altogether, which and, and that's not in there. It's just you just type in Nicholas Draper Ive. There's no hyphen. Uh, .net. Or you can go to his Instagram account and you type it in Nicholas. Uh, Draper Ive, and he will pop up. Uh, so let me read his bio. So this information I'm talking about, his about, is actually in his bio. So you can definitely go check that out. But he starts off with Nicholas Draper Ive is an American illustrator based outside of New York City, born in Langston, Michigan, in 1991, which that was the same year I was born. Um, he grew up in Detroit where his father first exposed him to Japanese animation with Katsuhiro Otoma Akira. And um, in his adolescent 
In his adolescence, he discovered Shonen Jump magazine. This inspired him to pursue a career as a professional illustrator. In 2010, he began his first semester at Savannah College of Art and Design, uh, which is abbreviated as uh, SCAD, S-C-A-D, in Georgia as a sequential art major with a minor in illustration. His style plays heavily on use of light and shadow and combines Afro-futurist elements with hints of fantasy, hip-hop, and punk punk culture and his love cinematography his two biggest influences are roger dakins director of cinematography from blade runner 2049 and takashi obata artist for hikaru nogo death note bakuman platinum end in 2014 after moving to new york city he had the chance to meet his idols, editor Koji Yoshida and mangaka Takashi Obata, who praised his early works as a successful fusion of his Eastern and Western influences. He further experimented with this blend with, with this first serialized work, Exogenesis, in a short span of time, his artwork has become a source of inspiration to many artists in the black community, myself included. Um, this recognition afforded him the opportunity to create album artwork for Marvel's Black Panthers, the album, produced by Kendrick Lamar. Currently, uh, Draper Ivey is working on his original work, Dream Vesper. He firmly believes that his unique Afro-Asian futuristic art style can change the world. And his website is powered by Squarespace. Anyway, so I love that about page with him. And actually above above that little uh, excerpt is a picture of him. Now, let me tell you an interesting story because I actually really, really do um, like, like this. Uh, See, I live in Long Island and I actually had a chance to meet him at a Blink Fitness gym. And I I I followed him on Instagram for a while. I noticed him for a long time and um I like the fact that oh snap, he designed the art cover for um the, he designed the the cover of the Black Panther album. He produced the artwork and I thought it was so dope. And you guys don't really hear me say that word a lot, dope. But I thought it was so dope and just how it was very simplistic with just the um, Black Panther suit has those uh, teeth mark, uh, it's what those, it's like these uh, silver teeth that's around his neck, almost like a necklace, but it's part of the actual suit. And um, I just, I followed his work for a long time. I, I just, I really liked his style. And I just so happened to, um, I was at the gym working out and he wears this black mask over his face. Now this is pre-corona. You know, I, I was noticing it was starting to become a trend that people were, would wear a mask and you know, if it was just like cool to do. This had to be about last year. 
back in 2019. I was actually going through a tough situation in my life and I just needed to get out the house and I needed to like, you know what, let me take my frustration and place it into something constructive. So just something was like, you know, let's just go to the gym, go to the gym and express all your emotions and, 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 um, frustrations through that. I was still dealing with the breakup of my ex-girlfriend, but you know, we're currently still together and I, I was there and something great happened by me meeting this man. I, I looked to my, the, the right of me because I was, uh, I don't know the name of that workout machine, but if you guys ever been to a blank fitness um, gym, it's this machine that allows you to work on your abs. You put your, you, um, you get on it where you place your knees on the, the seating and you, and you can pull upwards like you hold your hands in front of this this, uh the handles you can pull upwards you can move sideways uh left to right and that was the ad machine and you can add weight on the bottom of the seats you guys may know what i'm talking about but i saw him to the to the uh, right of me and he had his phone out and he was looking at it looked like his artwork and it had an anime look to it i'm like wait a minute wait hold on i said you, you from, you, you that guy that from Instagram, like you, you draw, like you draw, like we just started a conversation. He's like, yeah, you know, we, 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 um, talked and he was telling me some things about, you know, it was just nice to relate to another black person that liked art and anime and, st- and things of that nature. And, um, you know, it's actually when reading this about page, uh, of, of, of him I'm so glad he actually met one of his idols um, because a lot of us we grew up on some of uh, Japanese content and um, I actually wanted to meet one of my inspirations um, Masashi Kishimoto from Naruto but I didn't get the chance I got to see him but I wasn't able to meet him in, per- in person but he was telling me about how the work that he had produced and the black characters he created um, a lot of the Japanese actually respected what he did and they were telling him how um, they appreciate that he wasn't just copying what they were doing and and what he meant was like he wasn't just doing the same type of characters just putting out you know you have people that are I guess the best form of flattery is drawing those things that you like and sometimes people draw right on the dot and, and they don't really put their culture or influences within their artwork but as a content creator and understanding the power of of inspiration and and art you realize sometimes the best way to um inspire people or influence people is putting yourself or a piece of yourself into your content um and that's what he did and they respected it they loved the fact that he was creating more black characters and um i think in this it actually, it, what happened? Um, yeah, he, he it, and I was talking to him about like, oh, where are you from? Like he, he was basically saying he's from Detroit and that type of stuff. And I was, oh man, it was just kind of cool having someone come from another place and they're like, yo, I'm over here doing this. But I want to go back to this thing where, where he uh, talks about it, the fact of uh, speaking on influence and everything like that. So in 2014, after moving to New York City, 
he had the chance to meet with his idols, editor Koji Yoshida and mangaka Takashi Obata, who praised his early works as a successful fusion of Eastern and Western influences. And that's the whole thing where he was praised on. Um, sometimes uh, copying may seem like it's the best form of flattery, but you know what? Create your own, do your own thing and um, stuff like that. Just make make it work for you. So I just, I was just happy to actually meet someone like, and you know what? And that's another thing. I didn't get to meet Masashi Kishimoto because when he came to America in 2015, after he completed, um, uh, what he did, he completed his Naruto series, Naruto Shippuden and, and well, Naruto, the manga, uh, he had a chance to come to New York City Comic Con and I went to New York City Comic Con and I, I went, I, I think I went for about two days. No, the first day. This Anyway, it was just a surreal moment, but I never got a chance to meet him in person. So I guess for me, the next, the next best thing was meeting this guy who I, I met online or I saw, I saw him online and then I was able to meet him in person. And I'll tell you something, Nicholas is a really cool dude. So if you're listening out there, bro, um, I'm proud of you. Congrats. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, people i know this says new york city i guess that's where he moved to um but baldwin is in long island long island is connected to new york uh city or it's if you want to look up the geographies just type in new york and you can and or type in long island and you you know you guys can find that out so that's on nicholas the next uh company that is a they are a, uh, I would say, uh, an original, I don't want to say original, okay, they're a manga serialization company uh, that produce manga. They have artists that, that come on that produces, and this company is called Saturday AM. You guys may have heard of them. They came out a couple of years ago, um, but I'm going to read you their origin story. So you can go to, and, and you can find this information on www. Saturday-am.com, and they have all the information at the top where you can find out members, origins, and everything like that. So, the origin story with where it starts is Saturday AM's origins begin with founder Frederick L. Jones' earliest memories, a lifelong anime and manga and pop culture enthusiast. He loved the uh, more adult style action, detailed character designs, and outrageous plot lines that all went far beyond his beloved American superhero comics and cartoons for the 70s and 80s. This interest existed in a time where being a comic book fan was nowhere near as hip as it is today, and thus feeling a little weird and out of the mainstream was a typical reaction. Great properties like Mobile Suit Gundam, Claremont brand era X-Men, Legion of Superheroes, and Super Friends became an indelible part of the pop culture education for most people during that era. Nowadays, the fun of comic book anthologies, interesting and diverse IP, 
and even Saturday morning cartoons has become far less common. After a decade plus career as an executive in the video game industry, Frederick decided to finally start his own company focused on his two loves, anime, manga, and new intellectual property. My Footprint Entertainment was created to assist in developing and marketing new manga concepts for up and coming creators from around the world. <clears throat> Utilizing social media, discovering a new crop of creators who had grown up with the love of anime, manga, and could replicate the aesthetic, but new artists who were interested in and were themselves diverse was becoming quite efficient. Since the 1980s, anime manga had grown globally, but the racial diversity had actually diminished. Characters like Claudia Grant, i.e. Macross slash Robotech became invisible while characters who looked distinctly European were more and more prevalent. It didn't take long to discover popular creators and new comics like Apple Black from Nigeria, Saigama, Saigami from Hungary, and Bully Eater from the US. Saturday AM was born as a vehicle for new properties that would enable us to not only capture the look of a classic comic book anthology magazine, but likewise, recreate the aesthetic and feel of manga by serializing content on a bi-weekly basis to that end. Saturday AM has become a far stronger brand than we could have ever imagined with a video game on the way and more media adaptions coming. Saturday AM today has dozens of creators, thousands of fans, and nearly a hundred issues of magazine and in and inspiring young diverse creators much the same way that Shonen Jump, cartoons and comics did with Frederick back in the late 70s. We're just getting started. So uh, he's a black creator. He's uh, one of the owners of this uh, comic, well, the owner, but he has other team members and I'm gonna get into the next person um, coming soon, but I'm just gonna list off a couple of the series that they have. Um, they have Apple Black, uh, Saigami, Bully Eater, Clock Striker, uh, MM Wog, Soul Beat, Hammer, Spoon, uh, Paradise Down, uh, Titan King, uh, Crunch Time, Satam, Satam 115 or, or 115. However, you want to say it. Um, Satam 105. Then they got Boy, <laughs> uh, Com Comet Man, and many more other series that they that they have on on their company. Uh, I wanted to just showcase the uh, story story Saturday AM because it's black owned, um, and what I love about their company is that they showcase a lot more black characters. There's, a, you know, but there's a, a diverse range of main characters that aren't black, but mainly they have a lot of black characters. See, like I said before in my last episode, when you're a marginalized pe people and you're kind of not given so many opportunities to present different stories, 
you got to create your own lane. And I believe that's what Frederick Jones wanted to do. So he's he's great for doing this. And um, he has a, a lot of great team members. Actually, one of the other team members I'm going to talk about is creator of Apple Black, who is also a member of Saturday M White Manga. He's Nigerian. He That's the person he was talking about. But I'm going to give a little short excerpt uh, to to him. This is actually his DeviantArt page. So what I'll say is you can go to uh, DeviantArt, uh, DeviantArt.com slash white manga. And, it's, and white manga is spelled W-H-Y-T. It's not I-T-E. It's Y-T. So to play on the I. Uh, W-H-Y-T. M-A-N-G-A slash about. And it just, it'll bring up, the guy's name is Odonze Ogunga. I probably butchered that name, but he, like I say, he's Nigerian and he's the creator of Apple Black. He has amazing artwork. Uh, I believe his style is like inspired of Taite Kubo's Bleach series, but he has his own twist to it. So, Here's a little short information. He graduated in 2014. Um, I am a comic slash manga artist of the manga Apple Black. My manga slash comic Apple Black is currently published and serialized in Saturday AM. I'm also co-founder of My Footprint, which has which has Saturday AM as a subsidiary and many more. So that was just a short little excerpt. You can follow him on his YouTube channel, White Manga. Again, W-H-Y-T Manga. I'm probably going to put this information in my um, podcast. Uh, You can find him. I said YouTube, right? YouTube, you can find him on Instagram. He has a Twitter. And, you know, just type in his name. His stuff is going to pop up. Uh, And also on DeviantArt. So uh, he's a great dude. Great dude. Love his work. Oh! But also, that's another thing. He's also an artist. He has, um, I believe, where is it? I think if, you know, yeah, if you go to his Instagram account, I think he has something that connects to his, um, his music page. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does rap. He does rap music. He's at, uh, I actually listened to one of his songs like a while ago, but, and I bought the first what is it? I bought the first volume of Apple Black. I actually really want to support my own people. I want, you know, and though his main character for Apple Black isn't a black character, this is what I I've come to understand. Supporting black creators is to me the most important thing. But just, you know, take the time to get to know their work get to know their business their content if you don't like what what they're selling then you don't have to support them um but if you do su- support them even if they're not telling a uh black story i believe these creators especially you know white manga is inclusive and understand i think as black people we can kind of understand other people's struggles because we are a marginalized group um but that doesn't mean we have to live as victims. We, we I, just, I think we just were a little bit more inclusive at times. Uh, so the next one uh, is you guys may have heard of this company, but Noir Caesar Studios. 
um, I actually have the about me up. So I'm going to read the about me and, you know, and you guys can follow. Uh, Noir Caesar Studios is a full service creative studio made up of highly skilled animators, illustrators, writers, artists, and compositors. We have capabilities of producing 2D and 3D animation, graphic novels, and marketing or ad campaigns. Based in Charlotte, North Carolina, Noir Caesar Studios is able to handle your project from start to finish. Here at Noir Caesar Studios, we love creating and producing new and diverse content. If you have a unique story or idea you want to tell, Noir, Caesar, Noir is the perfect place to help make your idea come to life. You know what? I actually might reach out to them because I am working on a project. If you guys are listening now, the project I'm, I'm calling it that, well, I already had it in mind in my, in my head, but the title of the project is called Project Zara. Um, it's, it's a game that I'm working on. I'm not giving too much details about it, but I think these are some people to look into. My experience with Noir Caesar, actually, um, I have a friend that is into anime as well. And um, we both, well, he kind of brought up Noir Caesar to me. I, I think I've seen them beforehand, but he brought him up to me. And he was kind of giving his honest opinion about Noir Caesar. And here's the thing, what I said last week in, um, in uh, my last episode, episode three, about supporting content just because it's black. Uh, I, he, I think he was saying how it is, it, 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 I'm going to paraphrase. I don't want to lie on my friend. It's kind of like low tier or they kind of like try to recreate the same type of tropes from anime. But the thing is, a lot of black people watch anime. We, in fact, we grew up watching Asian Kung Fu flicks. It, you know, I would say this. The, the thing I can appreciate with the Asian people and I think what black people can connect with is that when we saw Kung, Kung Fu movies, one, we love to fight. So seeing other people fight and it and it looked good, I'm like, oh, this actually looks interesting. They like to fight just like we do, but they look good at doing it. So I think on that level, it was just new, different, interesting, and just another way to relate on that level especially as like they they wasn't the typical white character that you saw on screen they were different and the relation to that is that uh they were marginal the asian people are marginalized people just like uh black people um i'm not gonna go into the hierarchies but i think that's how black people do relate to a lot of asian content and this has just been a long history of, of asian people and black people so um when he kind of criticized it, I, I saw where he was coming from, but here's the thing. Um, when you're just starting out doing something new and you are black, it, people already have a preconceived notion of what they think. Um, oh, it's probably not going to be any good quality. Well, listen, uh, I believe it's uh, two black women that actually um, work on this stuff a lot. And that, this is what I love so much about New season that I'm actually starting to really like. like. Um, they actually, there's projects that they're working on. They have, you can, okay, you can go to their website, www.newarcesarstudios.com, and they have projects that they're working on. They got this thing called Degenerates 
uh, manga promo. Then they have this show that they're working on or the show that they already do, Black Girls Love Anime Talk. And then they have Gal Runners promo trailer. Now, the thing that really interests me the most is Black Girls Love Anime Talk. This is amazing, so great, because it's showing we're not a monolith, but there are black girls that like anime. There's black girls that are nerds. There's black girls that they're not just always angry, which they have a they have a, a good reason to be angry. However, just aside from that, there is a demographic of black people that like fantasy stories and I love the fact that they're doing this and they, you know, they, uh, they not only, I guess, promote, like I said, in the about, in the about page, and I'll just read it again. Uh, we are Noir Caesar Studios is a full service creative studio, their studio, their studio that they're, they're a full service studio. They have animators, illustrators, writers, artists, and compositors, and they also help other black creators and I, or other people of color. I, you know, so they're not they're not just exclusive. They they are inclusive. So I, I love that about this and um, the fact that they're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it you know you can you can do your money goes far down south. So the next person I'm going to talk about and the last person in this podcast. I'm going to talk about, uh, oh, oh, okay. Before I even get into the next person, you can find Noir Caesar on Instagram. I believe they have a Twitter, but if, you know, if, if you want, go to their website and you can contact them. So go to, go to uh, their website, www.noircesarstudios.com. I'll probably put that the information inside my podcast. Like you can, guys could probably find it in the description. Um, but the next person, which you can find on Instagram, his Instagram name, he goes by Rocket Boy Art. And boy is not spelled with a Y. It has an I at the end. But it's Rocket Boy Art. All together, no underscore, no hyphen. It's just Rocket Boy Art. Um, and it's an artist by the name of Malcolm Ropey. Now, I have his description uh, page on boardgamegeek.com. You, you could type in on Google boardgamegeek.com Malcolm uh, Wopee, which is W O P E, and this is his information, which is pretty much short and simple. I am a freelance illustrator based in Cape Town, South Africa. I like to think of my art as eclectic. Borrowing from various forms of art and, and other visual communication by blending aspects of several styles, I have made my own visual and conceptual unique, conceptually unique. Some of my most prominent influences are comics, predominantly publications hailing from Europe and Japan. By sharing my talent and work with the rest of the world, I hope to encourage and inspire fellow artists in the same way in which my influences have inspired me. And this is by uh, Malcolm Wolpe. And that is on his, uh, his bio from www.behence.net slash rocket boy, B-O-I. So 
he actually created a board game. I don't know if it was just him by himself, but maybe it was. But you guys can go check out. It's called Bushido. B-U-S-H-I-D-O. And again, you can you can he's also he also practiced martial arts. Uh when you go to his Instagram page, Rocket Boy Art. That's R-O-C-K-E-T. B-O-I-A-R-T, you can see multiple videos, excuse me, multiple videos, he has an IG story, Um, he has this series called Rocket Boy Art The Whip, and he has three episodes, episode one, episode two, episode three, he's an amazing artist, talented, uh, talented animator, um, great at martial arts, I mean, I'm just like kind of jealous of this guy and he is physically fit. He looks amazing. I will say that. So guys, these are uh, the people you can go check out their, their content. So I'm going to just give it again. You can go find Nicholas Draper IV. You guys can go look up Saturday AM. The member of Saturday AM, you can find White Manga. You can find the uh, Full Service Studio, Noir Caesar Studios. And then you can find out about Rocket Boy Art. Guys, I'm gonna be doing more of these episodes, just showcasing more black creators um, that are doing it. They are creating a lane and space for themselves and things that they love and they're inspiring me and giving me hope to continue to do what i'm doing uh so yeah guys that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you stayed to the end thank you i love you i appreciate you you can uh go to my instagram page 91 dreams i also have an apparel instagram account called 91 dreams apparel and the the link uh the shop site is in the link i also like I said, you can go to my Patreon earlier on, The 91 Box Production. I have a YouTube channel, The 91 Box. Um, and yeah, uh, leave a comment in this uh, podcast. Like, let me know what you think of this episode. Like, do you know these people? Uh, have you heard of them before? Was this something new that I shed, shed some light on? Like, let me know. All right, guys, I will see you next week. And we'll be continuing this. I'll be talking about more black content creators. But I'll try to expand a little bit on different people. All right. Have a good one. Peace.